Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Trigger warning. The following episode contains descriptions of graphic violence and adult language. Discretion is advised. I'm Danielle. I'm Max. And each Wednesday, we crack open a bottle of wine and dive into some thrills, chills, and spills. This is Innocent Till Tipsy. And we're back. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Um, So we're not going to do a full recap of last episode because it's impossible to do. Am I right? Listen to it on 2X. I don't know. Do something. Listen to it. You got to listen to it. We were going through the events that led to the divorce of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and kind of what's led to the... uh, There was Coachella. There's Poopgate. There's... Security guards and penthouses and 911 calls. There's a lot. There's a lot. So we're just going to jump in from where we left off at. And you're going to have to catch up if you're not there. So go back to part one and then come back here. Yes. But anyways, let's take off here. And we're drinking the same wine, by the way. Slander. Very appropriate. (laughs) Yes. So in the days following the May 21st incident, if you remember, that was the whole Yes. Violent yeah, incident that we talked about the last time. So in the days following this incident. Domestic dispute. Domestic dispute, where both of them claim the other. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Um, Amber would be spotted out and about by many people, including her neighbors of the building, which said in several witness statements, like all of these neighbors and also concierge that worked at the front desk of, mm-hmm. of course, is very fancy, smancy penthouse. Oh. Yeah. Um, building. Yes. Would say they did not see any signs of domestic abuse from that May 1st incident. Which... Um, the photo that she has in evidence, right, or that she submits, yeah, is filtered, and also it's very, very obvious abuse. Like if that were the case, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it take heavy makeup for people to not notice yeah. neighbors, concierge, etc. Et yeah, and for LAPD officers, that's reportedly yes. responded on right May first. Yeah, yes. for them and that were trained in domestic violence that they didn't know. So. That nobody made note of. Yeah, nobody yeah. made photo of, like note of that very famous bruise, right? In fact, she was spotted leaving a meeting with her attorney the following day, so May 28th, makeup free with no bruise on her face. So the following day from when she put in the restraining order, because we mm-hmm. talked about her. So remember, the re- she put in the restraining order, if you remember, and she looked like this. Okay, and then the next, next day, day she, she looks, looks like, like that. that. And she wow. looks pretty makeup free to me there. Um, cause that, that bruise, I mean, this is Hollywood, so you can make anything or cover up anything, but like that seems really dramatic, really dramatic, to cover that up from one day. And that's, um, that's Raquel, by the way, if you want to put a face okay, in the name gotcha. of the Rocky. Yeah. Um, so case of the disappearing bruise, I tell you. One of the neighbors in the building that they lived at would testify to having a conversation with Amber where she said, I told Johnny I don't want anything from him. The lawyers are all doing this. So all doing the restraining order, everything else. Put a pin in that because Mm. we're going back to that in a minute. But she's going out the front door of the courthouse. (laughs) It's the lawyers. Yeah. Um, The following day, so the day following May 21st, I know we're hopping around a little bit here, but the day following that incident between her and her husband amber would be caught on the elevator camera sneaking in her old co-star james franco into the penthouse ew yeah he's been called like him well what's crazy to me so amber says she's like this huge activist right for years now james franco has had allegations against him from multiple young women now yeah saying yeah which is sad because i used to adore him too Yeah. yeah same so it's sad anyways the couple's interior decorator slash also friend and employee. In fact, she, at the time of her making this witness statement, Laura um, Devonair, I believe is how to pronounce her name. I'm very bad at pronunciation, but we'll put it up. So Throw it up. Like, read yeah. it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but Laura was still employed by Amber at the time that she made this witness statement. Okay. So she's friend of Amber Heard. Um, and Laura testified to seeing Amber on May 23rd, 24th, and 25th. 
and not seeing any sign of physical injury. So that's like three, four, and five days or something after the fact. So yeah, the 21st was when the initial injury would happen and she saw her on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Two, three, and four. Yeah. Yeah. Math. So in in fact, Laura would say that during the entire time that the couple was together, she never saw any injury on Amber's body. So that photo that you showed me of the bruise where it's like seriously like from temple to cheekbone... Um, that was supposedly the night of the phone. Yeah. The phone hitting. And then what's interesting is the bruise changed is on, but then, but I get bruises changed, but that's like a cut that's like with her lawyer. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but like, it's only specifically on her. I'm sorry. Um, like where are you? Like your dimple area, like your, your apple of your Um, cheek, the height of your cheekbone. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Anatomy. But anyways. Um, Okay. So in her picture, it's from here like temple to cheekbone and in the so night of and then in her lawyer picture the next day it's here and then her friend slash employee is testifying none of the above yeah and so like you'll see like with the photo so just to like pull it back here a minute um may 27th when she goes in to get her restraining order she's got it at like the peak of her cheekbone like like right underneath her eye right but when you go back in time to May 21st when that initial photo was taken, it's like back on her cheekbone, like up to her eyebrow, right? Like that red mark, right? And then on May 28th, after she's made the restraining order and everything else, it's just gone. Right. Laura testified that she'd never seen any injury or any sign of abuse um, from Amber. And she also said that while other friends would claim that Amber had told them that she'd been abused by Johnny, she had never heard these claims from Amber or any of her other friends. Now, to be fair a lot of abused people don't tell people. So yeah, I was going to say, do you know what employee she was of Amber's like yeah. a close assistant versus like somebody who books their travel or something? So totally I'd different. say she was pretty close. Cause she was, um, the couple's interior decorator, but she was more oh, Amber's decorated. and she would leave the divorce like with Amber kind of thing. Right. And she says she was a friend of John or of Amber, excuse me. Um, so on the other hand, she would say she found Johnny delightful and never witnessed him being aggressive at all. But she says she would see Amber verbally abuse her former personal assistant, Kate James. Kate James, if you don't know, would later testify in the UK trial that Amber tried to steal her rape story to use against Johnny Depp in the United Kingdom trial. That's a subject for another video. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But... A whole other episode. A whole other episode. Anyways... Now I said, as I said, on May 23rd, Amber had quietly filed for divorce. I said that in the last episode. There's a lot of parts to this. I'm so sorry. So we're going back in time, May 23rd. This is like two days after the alleged abuse, right? So um, shortly before Amber filed for her restraining order with her lawyers, she issued Johnny this letter that I would personally say is borderline extortion. So let me read it to you. This is Amber's lawyer to Johnny's lawyer. Dear Mr. Bloom, Please be advised that our firm has filed a petition of dissolution of marriage on behalf of Amber Depp. As you may be aware, your client and Amber's husband, Johnny Depp, violently attacked and threatened Amber on Saturday night, May 21st, in their penthouse apartment located on 849 South Broadway. There are several witnesses to this particular incident, and there are photographs depicting the property damage Johnny caused, as well as the physical injuries he inflicted on Amber. Unfortunately, this is not the first incident of domestic violence perpetrated by Johnny against Amber. In fact, there have been only two other incidents in the past. There have been two other incidents in the past six months. Although Amber is afraid of Johnny, she strongly insists that we do everything possible to keep this personal matter out of the media spotlight which is why she has not yet sought, uh, and she says the legal term for it. I'm not going to be able to read that, but basically a restraining order. And why we did not arrange for Johnny to have been personally served at last night's movie premiere, which was Alice in the Looking Glass, if you're wondering. Amber wishes to work quickly um, towards a private and amicable resolution of all matters, but she will need Johnny's immediate cooperation to do so. To this end, please have Johnny promptly sign and return by Friday, May 27th, 2016, the day she files for her restraining order, um, at the enclosed notice of acknowledgement. So basically saying he received this letter and, you know, is acknowledging the divorce. If the requested order or if the requested notice is not signed and the original executed form is not returned to me by May 27th, we will have no alternative but to arrange for Johnny to be personally served. 
In addition, we are require we are requesting on Amber's behalf the following: appropriate pendant light support, which you know, um, spousal support kind of thing, mm-hmm. exclusive use and possession of the black Range Rover, the vehicle that she is currently driving with Johnny to continue to make all payments for any encumbrances thereon, exclusive use and possession of eight four nine South Broadway Penthouse number one three and five whoa give up your penthouses for my friends <laughs> uh, the range river sure you got a personal vehicle like his hers drive your car or whatever but like <laughs> oh my god screaming. give up your personal penthouses <laughs> that's a strong demand with johnny to continue paying mortgage utilities and uh, and etc associated therewith and a contribution towards her reasonable and necessary attorney's fees to the amount of 100000 and 25000 for forensic accounting cost to be paid to my firm by close of business, 5 p.m. on May 27th. Oh, my God. Who would sign this? <laughs> I'm sorry. Further, I believe it would be beneficial for all in this ca- if this case was assigned to a private retired judicial officer for all purposes. My proposed list of retired judicial of- officers is as follows. She lists a few. Yeah. The fees of the judicial officer can be paid with funds from the party's community estate. Kindly let me know at your earliest convenience if you or your client are agreeable um, to doing so as well as which as well as which judicial officers are acceptable. Upon hearing from you, I will have my assistant obtain rates and availabilities. We are indeed hopeful that we can swiftly work out mutual, mutual acceptable short and long-term solutions outside of the public eye. Thank you. And I look forward to your follow-up. Oh my God. I mean, I get in Hollywood that you got to do what you got to do to stay out of the media, but being like, I want three penthouses for my friends. That's... Stiff. This is a woman who would go on actual interview later on. It's a it's an international interview, but she would go on it and state, "I wanted nothing." You wanted three penthouses and a Range Rover, and which and, and spousal support. But it's it's funny to me, spousal support. They hadn't. They've been married like what a year and like three months. No children between the two of them. It's interesting, but I get it. You're expectant of a lifestyle that you've come to. So I get that, but. And that doesn't Jeez, go on Louise. forever. That goes on till you remarry or till you whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah, sure. Your lawyers fight that out. Like mm-hmm. it's the penthouses. Cause that's like his real estate. And, and what's he supposed to do with the other two penthouses? Is he supposed to live out of them or is he supposed to rent them out to other people? Are you fucking well, kidding me? Well, it's like, well, we know it's Rocky's apartment, right? Like one's her well, beads apartment. Yeah. Her, be- <laughs> her beads penthouse. <laughs> so, um, she's like, yeah, I don't want to shut down Rocky's beads. Like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. So, and the- I'm sorry, not sorry, but if you're being abused, you might just want to get away. And like to, for her to be like I wanted nothing, that's not the case. Not the case. No. So, concerning that wonderful letter that Amber's lawyer sent over. Yeah. Shortly after that, May 25th, Amber sends this Um, these text messages to Johnny. And this is concerning that letter that her lawyer wrote. Just confirm that cover letter is completely private and has nothing to do with any public record and only included the domestic violence slash restraining order stuff because I called the lawyer when the cops were here and I didn't know what to do or why that happened and I was scared. But that letter is private and unless you file as well, which I guess opens up the press to the press possibly catching it as they have seemingly missed this one, at least for now, then you, it can be revoked at any time. If you file separately as well, it's the same thing as far as being revoked is concerned, but requires both our signatures and it would be a new filed public document for court records. At least that's my understanding of it. Oh, and I confirmed with my lawyer the quickly part, the quote unquote quickly Mm. part Um, You mentioned in the letter between our lawyers, including the quote unquote deadline for the response from them, wasn't something I said or asked for or even noticed. And it's not mandatory at all. We can take as long or as quick as we want and do this or undo it as we see fit. You and I have the control and love for each other. I thought you had filed. So she filed because she thought he filed, but then she's like, oh, but if you want to file, you can file. Like she didn't think he filed. 
I thought you had filed. You said you were going to and said goodbye. I'm sorry if I've hurt you. I have nothing but love for you. Uh, no, you tell your lawyers what to send. Sorry. So keep in mind, this is before she's filed this restraining order, right? This is the 25th. What she didn't know was that afternoon, Johnny went in and filed for divorce. Public. All of it's public. Done. Anyways, when you file, it's public. Done. Yeah. So now she knows that the marriage is not only over, but she's not going to get her way. Daha, because he filed. Good. <laughs> yeah, Good. now she's <laughs> yeah, she's fucked. Yep. <laughs> Up the river now with she's no the paddle. Defendant. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's plaintiff. Yeah. Shortly after Johnny left the penthouse the night of May 21st, so after that incident, he would send a text to Amber and supposedly Rocky and Josh Drew. That was it. The last encounter forever. You were already ready to strike. Why did it even come there in the first place? To be yelled at by you? I'm an idiot. Penthouse 5 is Rocky's studio. You are shameless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Called it. Call it like you see it. Seriously. I tried to make it work, and you turned more and more into a spoiled brat. <gasps> yeah. All you wanted was to make me fucking miserable. Well, I'm finally there. I'll never be able to understand how I fell in love with you. You're not her. I loved you more than anything. I did everything I could, but you never fucking loved me. I was merely convenient for you. I hope our divorce goes as quickly as possible and that it is as painless as possible. So sorry that you were as unhappy with me as you were. Obviously, the purity of whatever was has been gone for a long time. I will miss the moments of beauty and truth. Goodbye, Amber. What the fuck was I thinking? I wish you all, I, I wish you all you merit, I think you meant your merit, the former him. So, uh. rough rough but that goes to show that like something was set up like do you know what i mean well she was like ready to leave him and she was going to take all that she could yeah i mean that's and he's just kind of like heartbroken yes okay i don't mean to say that he did no wrong just to clarify because yeah like it was volatile and abusive Dare I yeah. say, because like throwing things is never okay. Yeah. Like tossing a phone back. Yeah. That's Any not of okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, she is setting up a, like to make a grand exit. Yes. Not a private one. Like yes. she claims. In the week following this blowout, there would be an interesting text exchange between Johnny and his in-laws, Amber's parents, where Amber's own parents would blame the lawyers for all of this, just like their daughter did. Not Johnny. Both parents claiming that Amber had only filed after her lawyer and jo- said Johnny could kick her out of the penthouses, like first. Now thing. I get why Hollywood people like text each other that they're getting divorced or find out through the media. Because as <laughs> there's like, so much writing, like, for, like if I was his attorney, I'd be like, say nothing, do nothing, just zero contact, just do it. Yeah, the end. Like nothing said, nothing done. Like if she gets hit with a divorce, like oh well, yeah, no text. Stop yeah. texting everybody. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, well, I get to that it now. Point, Johnny said he never would have done that. And there's text from him and David Hurd, which I'm not going to include in this. You can go over to that Brian fellas um, YouTube video on it, which we'll link down below. Um, but he mentions David Hurd's text between to me personally, David is known kind of as a drunk. Some of his texts don't make sense. Mm. Totally. It's hard. So it was a hard read for me. So I'm not going to like try to make sense of it. Brian does a like much better job than I would of it. Um, but basically David says the same thing of like the lawyer said it. They said she had 30 days to get out of the penthouse of like you filed first. Yeah. So she did what she had to do kind of thing, but she's, we want you guys to work it out. That, and what's weird to me about that 
Amber describes her father as this like strong Texas dad, like mm. old school guy. Mm-hmm. So if her his son in law had really been beating his daughter, he would be like, "Get the hell away! Like she's guns. staying here. Like get away from my daughter. You better yeah. leave her alone." Yep. So it doesn't make any sense to me. Sorry. Anyways, um. So let's discuss Paige Hurd's text messages with her son on May or her son-in-law between May 21st to May 27th. So real Amber's quick. mom, Amber's mom, mm-hmm. Paige. I do want to um, put a little disclaimer out there. Paige Hurd has since passed away. Mm. So I don't want anything disparaging like said, you know, I mean, I, I feel like we're not being disparaging about this anyone, is her text. Sure. This is just her text to her son-in-law. So Paige says to Johnny on May the 27th, I love and miss you too. And mind you, 27th is when she filed, right? The right. restraining, she got the restraining order, I should say. Right. So, and they both filed for divorce at this point. Paige says, I love you and I miss you too. I do anything for a do over the last year. Johnny says, me too, darling. I'll never understand how we got here. My love for your daughter has been constant and impenetrable, but we are divorcing because I was two hours late for her birthday dinner because I was in a meeting with new business manager and the bank as my former business manager fucked me over royally. Also, she knew I was going to be late. I text her from the meeting. She treated me like the redheaded stepchild in front of all her friends. And it only got worse when we came home. She got violent with me. She got violent and I left, as I always do when she decides to get violent with me. Her charges against me are simply not true. I did not throw the phone at her. I was facing away from her to walk away and I lobbed it over my shoulder. I had no idea she wouldn't just catch it or it wouldn't land on the couch. And then, of course, Rocky comes to the rescue as I am, as if I am some goddamn psycho beast. The timing is ugly. My mom passed away. Amber, the love of my life, can no longer exist in me. To perjure herself against me is too far. I don't deserve this, Paige. But if this is what's happening, this is what I must deal with. Apparently, she's back with Taja Fantasia, who we discussed in the first episode. I don't know what this, I don't know what has ever been true or what has been a lie, though I miss her and, of course, stupidly love her with everything in my bones. I guess I just couldn't make her smile anymore. That's all I ever wanted. Gonna call you back in a bit if you're okay with that. I love you, my dear Paige. I miss you very much, JD. So. Paige responds. I feel so horrible. Like, I mean, I know this is public knowledge because someone leaked it or someone posted it or whatever. However, like, I feel my heart breaks for somebody going through a divorce and going through these accusations and like trying to deal with like the personal element of it. Like these are personal texts. Like these are real people. Yeah. And what's crazy too is like, so Johnny, at the end of this, you'll see Paige begs Johnny not to tell Amber and not to divulge these messages to anyone to delete them. Right. He wouldn't for three years. He would not, it wouldn't be until the UK courts would request all of his communications from this year. Yeah, and that's Amber him. that like subpoenaed yeah. it. Yeah. And that's when he divulged it. Sure. So fine. he wasn't like throwing this into the courts to get back at Amber. He was literally subpoenaed for this. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's sad. It is. Yeah. So Paige says, Amber's not back with Taja, I assure you. She never has been. She loves you and just wants to talk to you. Lawyers have taken over. Then uh, about a couple minutes later, she says, we haven't texted. I'm not sure who that's to and then a couple minutes later, she says, I'm absolutely sure she's not been with Taja Trash. 100% sure. David would love for you to call him ASAP brother. No, David's Amber's father. Mm-hmm. Then a couple minutes later, Paige says, or call him whenever you can. These damn lawyers are going to fuck this love up entirely. She still does love you madly. I heard about six hours about it from midnight until six. And then a couple minutes later, she says, I love you perfectly. Then she says, please delete, our t- please delete our conversation. I never want to hurt you two. I always want to help. I mess this up a lot, but I'm always here for you. And I think if you'll allow me to, I'll just adopt you. That way it's unconditional. But like her daughter was supposedly beaten. Like this is where I'm like, you wouldn't. <sighs> so yeah. here's the thing. Like Amber will say in May, like on May 27th, when she got the TRO and like all that, the restraining order and everything. Um, she says that the first person she confided in about the abuse between herself and Johnny was naturally her mom. And then her mom's talking like this to her abuser. And her mom's like, sorry, the lawyers have taken over. Yeah. Please work out your love for each other. Yeah. 
So Johnny says, a restraining order and a doctored photo. This is not love, darling. I hope she is Called happy. It. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she is happy now, finally. I am so shocked, disappointed, and hurt. She killed us. Going to try to call you as I am not allowed to call, see, or text her. I'm so sad. Paige says it's the lawyers on both sides. This is not Amber. I heard the whole story, very teary. If she could just talk to Johnny, she didn't want this. Friggin' lawyers on both sides. This was not her idea and not her wishes. She was told she would be evicted and out within 30 days if she did not do this. Johnny says, a restraining order would not be suggested by either side. Impossible. She has plunged the most jagged dagger into my heart. I've lost the love of my life forever. I tried so hard, Paige. God damn, this hurts so fucking bad. Oh, I just want to be like, Johnny, stop sending texts. (laughs) Stop Stop texting anybody. (laughs) Protect yourself. I mean, because you can tell he's like pouring his heart out. Yeah. And yeah. So Paige says, yes, it was. I'm sure. Her dumb lawyer, possibly, as the only way she would have had a place to live in 30 days. She did not want to do this. I swear to you. The lawyers are frigging things up. I'm pretty sure she could go live with her parents. Sounds like they love her a lot. Mm -hmm. If, If she was abused and like this... I mean, I don't know. Maybe she had movie contracts. Sure, sure, sure. But I don't know. Like, it seems very tactical that she yeah. was like, hey, here's my list of demands if you want to get divorced. Yeah. And to that point, get this. I love, so Johnny put this in and I, was, I screamed when I read this text. This is wild. Johnny responds to Paige with Paige. She did that to save her ass after the press. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Like, I'm reading these for the first time. Yeah, and for real, like, yes, I would respond like Johnny. Be like, no, don't blame the lawyers. Blame your daughter. Blame your daughter. So Paige, she did it to save her ass after the press were killing her for filing two days after my mom died. That's why uh, I promise you. Paige says, Johnny. <laughs> um... I promise you she believes that your camp would have kicked her out. Not that you would have, but that her camp would. That's one of the reasons she just wanted to talk to you. So Johnny then No, feels- why would he want to come close to her? She's like throwing accusations left and right. Well, this she is didn't even thing. own up to poop gate. Like yeah. Don't go near her. Don't go. No. Yeah. Stay away. Yeah. And to that. Well, yeah. Okay. That's another, there would be a, a secret rendezvous in this summer between Johnny and Amber that was set up by a mutual friend. So right now we're at the date of May 27th. It would, I believe it was in July. They would secretly meet up to discuss their relationship. At one point during that discussion, Amber would ask Johnny to get into bed with her. He would refuse. Ugh. In my personal mind, why would you doesn't matter anyways there's a side net but johnny then feels the need to respond to Paige and say amber and i cannot text speak or see one another so he's just explaining what a fucking yeah he's like now there's lawyers involved we cannot yeah he says we can't see each other until the the divorce is filed that's what a restraining order does (laughs) i cannot legally be within a hundred yards from her or the downtown place certainly no way to try to work things out i am beyond stunned her friends are sending her down an ugly path that she may never recover from not just with the business but globally i loved her so fucking much and she's trying to kill me I, i i i've still been wearing my wedding ring like some kind of hopeful married idiot. It comes off now. She will get what she wants. I'm sure that they are going to stop you, David and I, from communicating as well. I love you, Paige. Yeah, because the restraining orders, you're not, you're not allowed to pass messages back and forth to other people that are corresponding with that person yeah. that you're it makes restraining sense. orders against because that's the point of a restraining order. So yeah. you like cut contact. Yeah. Nobody's supposed to be like... And it makes sense too because you wouldn't want secret messages being passed back and forth too, right? You know, if it's to pr- protect people from being harassed. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I can't contact you. Yeah. So don't contact people that can contact you because mm. that's still harassment. Yeah. So get this though. Then Paige responds back with, I love you, Johnny. You guys need to figure out a way of using other people's phones to no. talk. No, Johnny. No, no, no. <laughs> Please, no. When you cool off, I promise this is not what she wants. She was hysterical about how much she loves you and is seriously considering suicide. How abusive is that? Putting that on him. It's manipulative. I know that sounds melodramatic, but I know with absolute certainty she is considering it. 
Then this you as your mom get her resources because her it's help. not to blame. Like it's like there's don't blame restraining for order. That. Like do you're not supposed to be corresponding. Like, no, no, no. I want to throw my. <laughs> She did not take, she did not to take this route. I think she meant she was not wanting to take this route. You may not take it seriously, but I heard her voice. You and I can always talk. No one can take that away. Please kill the text messages like I do. She did not want the actions, actions taken today. She was hysterical saying that she was between a gun and a sword. Sounds like the mom is not familiar with like, how lawyers work, the media, like the mom's trying to do what she can. However, go to your daughter then. Like, have you seen the clip where Johnny, um, I did post it on my TikTok, but there's a clip of Amber. I think they're at some kind of like premiere cause they're both very done up, but it's her and her mom. So she's off doing an interview and her mom is standing and someone says something to Amber's mom and, and she goes, I'm her mom. Like, it's like a really proud moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Amber comes back around and she goes, never make eye contact. You're embarrassing me as she drags Paige away. <gasps> okay. This is like a literal clip That's as sad. she's walking. So I think Paige too has been in this, like, this is not new to Paige. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Amber's kind of abusive. It seems like, okay, I know that's maybe slander. I know. Seems, we're we're okay. talking to you from my opinion. As I said in the first part, yes. go and look at the actual look at it yourself. Docs, but, but it seems yeah. like she's very hurtful. We can say that, right? Yeah. To everyone around her. And her mom's like trying to jump in and intervene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So Johnny says back to that noise of like, get out their phones and like everything else. If she didn't want to file a restraining order against me and send a message to the world that I am some kind of violent wife beater, then why would she go to a courthouse and get a photo of her that looks like she's been abused? This is my life too. What are my children and my children's friends supposed to think? I do not deserve this. They do not deserve this, especially not from her. Paige says her lawyer told her that she had to today. That's why she wanted to talk to you. We didn't talk, so please never bring this up. But I'll swear to you that this was not her idea, nor was she willing to or doing this happily. The way she writes it is kind of off a little Mm -hmm. bit here, but I see what she means. She was told it was her only option to not being kicked out. I'm not making excuses, but that's what she believed. She did not want to do it. She felt like she was betraying her only love, but the lawyer said so. Um, Okay, two things. One, you have control over your own life and your own actions. Yes. Own it. Like yeah. a lawyer can advise you. You don't have to take, take their advice. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. control your own life. Yeah. And if you don't want a photo of you, don't go out the front door. Yeah. Cause or you're go out the you front door. Out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm no. just saying like, there was a lot of things. There's a lot done. of options yeah. and you can do what's advised by your lawyer. That's always good, mm-hmm. but it may not be what you choose and make your own choices. Yeah. So Paige then sends a series of text messages, which I find very interesting. So um, this is at 155 that same day on May 27th. Um, Paige says, she said you had no idea what the lawyers were doing. Then Paige says, please, please don't use what I've told you for my heart against me. I, and then it cuts off. I think she sent it too soon. And that was at 201. And then at 214, she says, please. So Johnny hasn't responded yet. And then at 2.34, she says, please promise me it would end my relationship with my daughter. Yeah, because she's, I was going to say, like, just like we just talked about, she's trying to save this marriage for her daughter. Mm -hmm. And she's like reaching out to Johnny, even though she probably shouldn't be. I don't know about the restraining order. Like she probably shouldn't be be, like making contact with Johnny. No, Amber doesn't know. I don't know whether Amber does or not. But but, like her mom seems very, comes off as very honest. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a very heartfelt response from Johnny. And Johnny, again, back to like actions speak louder than words. Like Johnny didn't leak these texts until they were subpoenaed by the court yeah from amber Amber. (laughs) so it's not like he he could have weaponized this and been like see amber's crazy i told you i told you guys or something like Mm -hmm. he could have really really hurt her yeah been damaging with these texts yeah so shortly after that Paige says i'm so sorry so johnny says first i would never do that second i'm legally bound to have no contact with her whatsoever and i told her she could stay there as in the penthouses that she keeps Mm -hmm. saying she's gonna be kicked out of who does she or anyone think I am? I would never throw her out. I have to go on stage now, doll. She has fucking, she's fucked me over royally. And I'm glad to experience this now instead of later. My heart is broken. She has fixed the future and I hope it was worth it. 
We will never, ever see one another again. She has revealed herself and her true feelings. Fucking sad. What a tragic waste. I love you, JD. So then the end of the conversation is, Paige says, I love you too. Can I be your adopted mom? And then she says, good luck, and I can't wait to see the film. I think she meant Alice in the Looking Glass. Mm. Um, But yeah. It's like a lot to like digest from that conversation. Yeah. So. Because again, like you have to realize they're people and not just celebrities with lawyers and all this. And it seems like it's supposed to be a very personal message. And again, it wasn't it wasn't made public until later, no. much later. And you would think too, if like, like he said in those text messages that just like usual, like she got abusive and you know, he had to leave and like whatever. And, and Paige never disputed that. She was just like, this is what the lawyers have done. And here she doesn't have to dispute it. Ask TTAC for their, uh, video. <laughs> like she <laughs> is like into slapping people or punching people yeah. or whatever it was like, seriously. Yeah. So yeah, I think we can tell by, like, from Paige's panic of losing her relationship with her daughter in that span of, like, text messages within minutes. Oh, that would totally, Amber is. would cut her off. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, um, yes. Now, since this nightmare, <laughs> the couple seemed to finally come to some kind of agreement concerning their divorce settlement in t- August of 2016. So that's pretty quick, like, from May to August. Um, the couple would release this. End joint. of May. So it's, like, June, yeah. July, August. Yeah. And divorces are, like, typically like 90 days at, f- at fast pace. So that's oh. very, yeah. See, I didn't that's know this very so fast for a divorce. Just a little bit of my background. I come from a very bad divorce, which took years because of a custody battle. Well, so 90, me, 90 I'm days like, is super fast, especially yeah. when you're talking about this level of celebrity and this, yeah. like they didn't have a prenup. So it's not cut and dry of who gets what. Mm. 90 days fast. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Quick. Yeah, so the joint statement from the couple would read, our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent of physical or emotional harm. After this, Amber, through the divorce, was awarded a $7 million settlement. Now, the media is the media, so she was initially labeled a gold digger. But our minds are rest assured when Amber promised the entire settlement to charity, which she didn't have to do. This was her Mm -hmm. promising her settlement to charity. She was going to split it between the ACLU and the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. Stating in an international interview, as we said earlier, she wanted nothing. It's a clip I love to use. Did she actually donate her settlement, though? Saying it and doing it, two different things. Very. (laughs) Okay. I don't think she ever thought any of this would actually be looked into. Anyways. Why? You're making a public statement about donating $7 million to two charities. Like, there's a paper trail. (laughs) Yeah. It's super ironic, too, that she wanted nothing after that letter we read earlier. But anyways, she wanted nothing. Only three penthouses and a Range Rover, but (laughs) who's counting? And $7 million, but we're just going to donate that. Like, don't, don't look. Like... Don't check it out. I said it. So like, don't worry about it. It's real. It's real. So no one can find the receipts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Spoiler alerts. Because really, how ridiculous. Seriously. So no one can find the receipts stating that this money was actually donated. Okay. Now there's been small amounts donated, but one of those donations was made in Elon Musk's name. Because it's frozen. On behalf of Amber. So anyways, but... 
The UK court case would order these receipts. Now, get this, get this, get this. Amber's lawyer, Elaine Breederhoft, at the time of this like order, right? She responded in the media with, however, Amber has been delayed in her goal because Mr. Depp filed a lawsuit against her and consequently she has been forced to spend millions of dollars defending Mr. Depp's false allegations against her. But get this, this is laughable because if we look at the timeline, his final installment of his divorce settlement payment was due by February 1st, 2018, which he paid on time in full. Okay. Okay. So he paid her the money. That's what on I, time say. I get it. If you, if he didn't pay you, if you're like 100%. fighting for your settlement, you're like, I have no money to donate. Yeah. There's a 7 million. Yeah. But if he paid it, he paid it. Yeah. Done. No. So get this though. Um, he paid that in full February 1st, 2018. He would not sue her until over a year later on March nine on March of 2019. So we got a year and a month later. So don't you be using this as an excuse to you not pay charities. You had the money. Gross. Gross. Now this would be after she had claimed countless times to the press that she had donated the settlement past tense donated. She would also say in her third witness statement to the United Kingdom courts that quote unquote, as for what Johnny says about my so-called quote unquote agenda and marrying him for financial benefit or to somehow further my career. That is preposterous. I remain financially independent from him the whole time we were together, except for her friends. Except for your like living, all living in, in the penthouses whatever. that you want. Cause they're not yours. Mm-hmm. And the entire, so you're not independent cause they're not yours. Exactly. Um, Real quick, I want to finish her quote. She says, and the entire amount of my my divorce settlement was donated to charity. It wasn't. But it wasn't (laughs) because you have no receipts. And also why, okay, wait, why are the, why is this in UK court? Why isn't this here, by the way? Because of the son. So the son is a UK. But that's like over him being called a wife beater by the son. Like, why is their divorce, why is her settlement, like, even being called into this? Because Why does that have to do with their slander? That's a question. So, I think it's because, like... We're liable, sorry. Well, he had brought up, it's actually his lawyers had brought up, they were like, okay, so she said, like, countless times in all of these interviews that, like, she paid all this money and she wasn't, like, doing this for financial gain because they were trying to make a point of, like, none of this happened mm. and there were reasons why none of this So, that's happened. why it's documented. So, that is why it's gotcha. documented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So still to this day, she cannot produce the receipts for the full $7 million. I mean, get your bag and that was your divorce settlement. I got it. So you could do with it what you, you wanted. You don't have to donate it. But I'm don't just promise saying don't, it. don't pretend like you did. And don't pretend like you just did. Just say I, like, I got $7 million yeah. and the end. Yeah. In 2020, the Daily Mail would obtain private recordings of the conversations between the couple that would seem that it was Amber Heard that was the abuser in the relationship. I'm going to hopefully include a couple clips in this video, but we're not going to be able to obviously include all of them. We'll link them down below. You can listen to them in full, or you can go over to that Brian Fellows page. However, Brian is like me. We're biased for Johnny. So if you want to listen to them in full without anything cut out of them, go to the other link down there. But... Shortly after these recordings were released, Amber's friend and supporter, who'd actually seen Amber on May 22nd, 2016, so the day following the full-on assault, you know, um, Amanda DeCadenay, who was a huge Me Too activist at the time, too, by the way, pulled her support of Amber upon hearing the tapes. She made this statement. As a longtime woman's rights activist and supporter, it is my fundamental position to believe women who speak up about domestic or sexual assault. I recently acknowledge that I will not testify in Johnny Depp's upcoming defamation case against the Sun. I also acknowledge the new facts that new facts have come to my attention, which has changed my perspective on this manner. When the first audio clip was released and I heard Amber being verbally abusive to Johnny, I was horrified. I texted Robbie Kaplan, who's another uh, Me Too sur- like supporter. I texted Robbie Kaplan, Amber's attorney, and let her know that I needed to speak with her urgently. When we spoke, I told her that I was appalled and shocked to hear how Amber was speaking to Johnny and that this was not okay with me. When I confronted Amber concerning the recording, she informed me that it was edited by Johnny's team. I had hoped Amber would take accountability for her behavior, but she did not. I have not spoken with Amber since this exchange, and I've come to the very painful realization that someone who I advocated for and believed so heartedly, wholeheartedly, excuse me, was not entirely forthcoming with me. I want to emphasize that I have no further personal knowledge of what happened between Johnny and Amber, and no knowledge of the truth of her accusations against him. 
I have made this statement in support of due process and upholding the truth. Hey, I get it. Cover your ass. Like, yeah. because if you don't know for a fact that like what your friend is saying is true and you just have to cut ties. Yeah. I think that was such a powerful statement. That is. It really. Yep. I mean, like you said, listen for yourself. Yeah. So why are we here now <laughs> with lawsuits that are still carrying on? Yeah, so, there's an upcoming lawsuit, right? Yeah. So as we spoke about in the last episode in December. Court date, not lawsuit. Yeah. Ongoing yeah, court lawsuit, date. Yeah. court date coming up. So on December 18th, 2018, Amber would write, well, publish an op-ed opinion piece to the Washington Post entitled, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. This has to change. It's funny because there's... Well, I can't believe the Washington, the WAPO would post, (laughs) would, um, would publish something that, because I mean, journalistic standards, like they have to delete. I mean, it's, it's it's an op-ed and, but I can't believe they would post something that's going to be that criticized. Well, I think at the time it wasn't because if yeah. you remember, as was, uh, like if you remember well, at the time, too. well, it's, it was the Me Too movement in 2016 when Amber had all of this, like yep. she had to come out, right? And at the point in time, I don't know if you remember this. I think I remember it more just because I'd been a Johnny Depp fan and I was so disheartened that he had supposedly done this to his wife. Okay. So at that point in time, I'm with Amber was trending um, everywhere. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say like, I'm hindsight. So like, yeah. So the support was behind backing. That's why they published it. Then a lot of people were boycotting Alice through the looking glass and Johnny never spoke out against these accusations. They just made that joint statement. It wasn't until she did this op-ed that he was like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Cause he kind of like, took it. Like he kind of just accepted mutual blame when he mm-hmm. did the, I'm doing air quotes when, um, he, when they posted that or made that public statement well, to be of like fair, that we're separating. Yeah. And to be fair, Johnny's a very private person. So as you were saying earlier, when I was reading the, these private texts aloud that are now yeah. public, how awful like he, and that's the thing, Helena, but like he kind of protected her, yeah, even and, though she's like, yeah. Accusing him. Yeah. And that's the thing. Helena Boehm, Bonham Carter, you know, um, Tim Burton's ex-wife or ex-partner. Yeah. She actually said in the media, like she didn't, she, she wasn't going to like take sides really, but she said if a, a very private man is suddenly exposing all of his private details. It's because someone's made him prove it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Now this op-ed was the nail in the coffin to the public neck, public mess that we have now. Now, um, Johnny has well, never. Because that's super ballsy to go out there and be like, hey, here I was abused. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny's never admitted to harming Amber and has confessed and professed his innocence ever since. Now, this article led him to filing that defamation lawsuit against his wife that is set to take place in Virginia this spring. Got it. Now, Why Virginia? Sorry. Virginia, because of their laws. It wasn't that they ever lived there. It was the laws concerning a defamation case. Hmm. And for some reason, they could, they could do it there. He filed it? He filed it. It's mm-hmm. probably favorable. That's why. <laughs> Makes sense. Good lawyers. It's cool. Well, he's got Kathleen Zellner now. Oh my God. That's <laughs> right. Good lawyer. That's right. So, he's sad. Um, but Makes yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, why not? I'm hoping to be there this April. So tune in. <gasps> yeah. I hope yes, so. Take yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> We're um, the Where you get John- our tickets. Yeah. The Johnny Depp t- crew, they want to like, instead of like booing Amber or anything, because they did that the UK case, just turn your back on her and not give her the attention she wants. And I'm like, I love that though. We'll see what happens in April. We'll see what happens in April. We touched on the UK trial last time, but just a synopsis, um, there's been another court battle that Johnny had had. Um, and it was actually between him and a tabloid news article, the sun, just in case you weren't here for the last time. Um, a lot of people have said to me that he was found guilty. That's not true. He's never been criminally, criminally charged against these accusations. What he was fighting in that lawsuit was, um, libel case, which is very hard to win when you're a public figure. He was fighting whether they could call him wife beater or not. You can call anybody anything if they're a celebrity basically. And so, yeah, a libel case and especially abroad because I only know what happens here that makes sense why he probably lost that right yes yeah and what's crazy to me though is the UK court so basically Amber had to go to court for this and file like what she just to like so that to prove that they could say that he was a wife beater right so she filed 14 incidents of domestic abuse that he had quote-unquote perpetrated against her um the United Kingdom found 12 of those 14 counts to be true but wait the UK trial that Judge Nichols had ruled over with Amber, they would take Amber's word as evidence. 
is literal evidence. Mm-hmm. The only person that was said to have physically witnessed Johnny abusing Amber was Amber's sister, Whitney. Okay. We can get into that. It's funny though, like looking back at everything we've looked at today, because it's obvious that she lies. So you can't necessarily take someone's word at. So anyways, but the court case is determined off of her word. Her word isn't worth much after examining a lot of this. Yeah. And they had all of this. This is like their documents I'm reading right now. So this is ridiculous. But anyways, um, he would be found like not, he would be found. The son would be able to publish that he was wife beater, but that's like, it's a headline. It's a headline. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. Um, since Amber's initial divorce filings, Amber has gone on to claim that she not only feared for her life several times, but that she thought she was going to die several times at the hands of her abusive husband, especially in the incident in Australia of 2015, which we mentioned in the last episode, where she claimed she was held hostage over a three-day period and beaten within an inch of her life by her then-husband. Oddly enough, it was Johnny Depp that would go to the hospital after this incident with a severed finger, not Amber. In fact, over the years, Amber has claimed that during her relationship with Johnny, she has suffered broken ribs, bruised ribs, black eyes, split lips, and several instances of a broken nose. But there are no hospital records for these injuries. And I'm just saying as devil's advocate, like if you are abused, I understand why you may be fearful of making an actual report, but they're in the public eye and, and they there's are, photos however, it's back. very different when they're yep in the public eye. And then also she's made up plenty of other accusations. Like it's not like she's fearful of saying something sometimes. No. And it's not like these photos wouldn't have caught her in the next episode. When we go into poop gate, we will talk about how she had said she'd been drugged through glass and everything else. Yet she was able to wear a bathing suit and be photographed in that bathing suit with no injuries it's different yep yep amber is not new to committing perjury vote in the comments below if you want an episode dissecting this but real quick as there have been two alleged incidents so far of amber committing perjury the dog incident of april 2015 where if you remember the couple well amber johnny was already in australia but amber went to visit her then husband and brought their two um terriers what are they called the little ones yes thank you pistol and boo into the country when they were not declared, did not have vaccinations or the paperwork to bring them legally into Australia. She just tucked them in her pocket? Or well, I don't know crew. what necessarily happened. It wouldn't be until they were brought to a groomer in the area. And the groomer, of course, was like, oh my God, we have Johnny Depp's like dogs here. And then the Australian government was like, where's the papers? You have Johnny Depp's dogs there? <laughs> About that. That's weird. Um, so, yeah. Um, She would claim, this was her story to the press and the Australian court, she claimed ignorance. She didn't know. She didn't know her dogs were there? No, she she didn't know all the stuff she had, all the steps she had to do and to get them legally into the country. Dude, that's why you, no, normal people know this. I'm sorry. I've lived abroad. I've taken a pet. You have to either quarantine your pet. You have to document your pet. You have to go through all this extra customs crap with your pet. You, and if you don't know how, and you're a celebrity, you have people to figure it out. Exactly. She figure said, it out. She said her people didn't inform Everybody her. Everybody does it every day. But people make wait, it through customs. Her pets make it through customs. Her people did inform her. And Kevin Murphy, who we talked about, has receipts. I'm not going to read all of them, but I at least want to read one here real quick because this is one of his email receipts that he submitted to the United Kingdom court. Um, he says, hi. <laughs> this is to Amber. This is one of his emails. Because of the paperwork process, combination of vet visits and permit application for pet travel to Australia, the time frame for the dogs to be able to travel there was always the end of April. We started this process some time ago. I think Jay is returning about the 10th to the 12th. I believe the dogs are not able to enter Australia to Australia till the 27th. Let me know if you have any additional questions. Amber says, shit, okay, hum. Well, we're out of options then because I don't know what else to do. Because your dogs were already there? No, 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 not they yet. They hadn't gone yet? Not yet. Dude, just <sighs> let your people bring your dogs. Or just don't bring your fucking dogs. They'll yeah, be fine for Figure a it bit. out. Yeah. Then Kevin says, hi, just making sure you know that the dogs will not be allowed. <laughs> He's covering his ass. He's like, I'm telling you, don't bring your dogs. They're not allowed until the t- whatever. Oh my God. So this, this carries on obviously, but my favorite, um, I don't want to get, we've talked way too long on this, so I'm sorry. I'm trying to cut it down a little bit, but my favorite is after 
this is starting to be investigated because obviously this was investigated. Yeah, um, did you know? Yeah, there was an email sent from Amber to Kate James. Now this was her ex-assistant, right? Um, she says, can you maybe help Kevin procure a slightly altered health <gasps> doc? No. Joking. <laughs> no. Please do not alter customs documents. Just don't bring shit in. <laughs> that their shots were recorded as two days before, so they can all leave together on the 25th. Do we have a vet we could grease? <gasps> I'm not joking. So shady. <laughs> oh my God. No. Two days. Just bring your dogs two days later. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So. Not necessary. That's a whole other episode. That's- but yeah. Not to mention, in September of 2014, Amber Heard would send a letter to Homeland Security concerning an 18-year-old friend of hers, Savannah McMillan. It's funny to me she has a friend that's 18 years old. I'm 30. Do you have a friend that's 18 years old? I don't. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was just surprised I learned somebody that I knew was um, born after 2000. Like 2000. I was like, what? Wait, what? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this okay, was maybe after someone had anonymous, anonymously alleged that Savannah, a citizen of Britain, had been illegally working for Amber as her assistant. Now, Amber didn't write this letter, which I really find funny. Um, later in uh, when she's being cross-examined, this would be released. Savannah actually wrote the letter. Amber signed it because mm. she agreed it, it to be truthful. So she mm. signed it. What's interesting is Kate James, the assistant that we've talked about on... Who was verbally abused. Yes. Would provide a paycheck from Amber to Savannah to the court. You acknowledge when you sign a paycheck that that's your employee and you're paying them. It is a personal check, but it's $1,600 some odd dollars. So come off it. Like seriously. So... If you're writing a personal check, why aren't you running them through your payroll? Yeah. Because she knows she's illegal. she knows. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Amber would still insist Savannah had only worked with her through a production company abroad, never illegally. Um, And when she was in the U.S., she was an unpaid intern. That's why she kept referring to her as her assistant in a bunch of documents. Oh. I don't like it. I'm sorry. Even if you can skirt the legal system, just it's not like above ground. I don't like it. Yeah, my favorite is, remember we talked about Kevin Murphy up here. Property manager. Yes, he had the receipts for like a bunch of stuff, but he also put this at the end, which I thought was really funny. It was just, it's a normal everyday email, but it's from Savannah McMillan um, and she signs it assistant to Amber Heard. So I found that, anyways, doesn't matter. So (laughs) for the first of, I hope, many installments concerning the Johnny Depp case, if you all would like, I would love to deep dive into more of this nonsense, especially after this, I'd love to talk about the Australia incident where Johnny lost oh, please. part of his finger. Yes, you must. Um, if you don't know. I know. Kate, Johnny loses part of his finger. Part of his finger. I'd love to talk about Kate James' statements because that's just heartbreaking that she, she literally had already submitted her testimony Okay, for the UK trial, right? Yep. Then she got notified that Amber had talked about like the sexual assault story, and she was like, "That's my story." So she had to submit another witness statement about her sexual trauma yeah. to say that Amber stole this from me. So, um, let me know <laughs> how definitely when I got this from the headlines, you would because not have. you would not have known all this. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know for myself, since transitioning to a working-from-home environment, the importance of taking care of your own mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line, and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime, day or night, to message your therapist. It's more affordable than traditional in-person therapy, and financial aid is available. You can visit their website and read other clients' testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com ITT, that's better, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for listeners of Innocent Till Tipsy, you can go to their website and get an additional 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com ITT. That's betterhelp.com slash ITT. Um, but yeah, how was the wine slander? Very on theme. Oh my God. We what. finished it so long ago. So long ago. We've just been sitting here sipping tea, not wine. Yeah. But I haven't missed the wine because it's been so, there's so much. There's so much. So 
we'll talk about Poopgate next week. <laughs> uh, yuck. Yuck. Sorry. Yuck. Chime off in the comments what you think about all of this. Um, Please do. Yeah. Until well, cheers until next time. Cheers, Emsies. Cheers. Is that bad luck? Cheers. <laughs> Hope not. Hope not. <laughs>